I received a very interesting email lately from a viewer of this channel asking me a question on my opinion about the battle between the sexes, about men versus women on these dating apps, and why specifically women seem to have a lot more success on dating apps as compared to men. This is a very interesting topic and I'm going to respond to it in detail in today's video. My name is Zachary Stockhill and since 2013 I've been working with men and women from all over the world, helping them overcome retroactive jealousy, helping them overcome obsessive jealousy, and save their relationships. If you'd like more information about my work or you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. Okay, so a viewer named B writes, quote, Would you be willing to do a video on your perspectives of men versus women on dating apps and the success one has when it comes to options and abundant success against the other? I feel that females have a lot more success on dating apps. Not that I begrudge them this, but it seems they will never have a shortage of guys willing to hook up, whereas men need to endlessly swipe and compete just to get a conversation going, never mind securing an actual date. I believe it's a hard truth that if more guys accept as a reality, then perhaps retroactive jealousy and especially retroactive envy might not be so strong for them. Thanks. Okay, B. That is quite a question, and there's a lot going on here. I almost don't know where to start, but I would start here. If you are one of these guys, and I'm not saying you are, but these guys exist in abundance. If you are one of these guys who's obsessed with fairness when it comes to the sexual marketplace or business or anything else, if you are fixated on fairness, you're destined for a life of endless frustration. The world isn't fair. Fairness doesn't exist in anything in life, really. Do women have certain advantages, especially when they're young, which I'll come back to, do young women have certain advantages on the dating apps like Tinder and Bumble and all the rest? Absolutely. They've done a lot of research on this. Men have to swipe way, 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 way more on those apps to get a match compared to women. Women are much, much choosier when it comes to who they swipe right. I think that's what it is, right? If you say yes, you swipe right. Women are much more choosy when it comes to who they agree to at least chatting with on these apps. Absolutely. There's a lot of data to back that up. Why is this? Well, there's a lot of reasons for this, but one of them involves a term uh, called hypergamy, which you've probably heard of. It's very, very popular in the red pill world. And it basically just means that women date across and up dominance hierarchies, or at the very least competency hierarchies. In general, women want to date a man who's better educated, who makes more money, who's good looking, you know, all, all the rest. Women have a lot of high standards when it comes to who they're swiping right on on these apps. Whereas men, I'm sure it won't surprise you to learn, are much less choosy for the most part on these apps. Men are swiping right on everyone or just about everyone. If she looks okay, you know, he's going to swipe right. Whereas most women are extremely choosy on these apps. So what is this leading to? Obviously, this is leading to a situation where a tiny minority of guys are getting most of the matches. And you can rail against this and call it unfair and all the rest, but it simply is what it is. It is this way for some really complicated reasons that are deep-seated in human biology and our evolution as a species and intersexual dynamics. There's a lot of really deep reasons behind this, and it isn't going to change anytime soon. As long as human beings remain human beings, unless we merge with robots or something, <laughs> which could happen, this dynamic is not going to change. Women are choosier than men when it comes to sex and dating. So you might think that that really stinks. You know, that's really unfair. Young women have endless dating options, and that's just unfair. Here's the brutal truth when it comes to this question of fairness in the dating market. Around the age of 30, it switches. 
all of a sudden men have the competitive advantage when it comes to dating. At least if you're a guy with his act somewhat together. If you make decent money, if you take decent care of yourself, you know, whatever you define as getting your act together. If you have your stuff somewhat together by the, around the age of 30, eventually the situation switches and men actually have a distinct advantage. So young women, particularly women in their 20s, have an abundance of options across you know, demographics and across the sexual marketplace. But around their 30s and certainly into their 40s, those options go way down. Whereas for men, in general, our options actually increase because not only are we potentially connecting with women our own ages, but in general, women you know, tend to prefer guys that are at least a, a few years older than them. So obviously this opens up a wide array of options. I'm not saying any of this is right or wrong, by the way, or good or bad. It simply is what it is. These are the modern economics, if you like, of the sexual marketplace. I will also say for any guy who's feeling resentful or envious or whatever, if you feel like you need more dating experience, if you feel like you need more sexual experience with other women, if you feel like you need more time to figure out your options and figure out who you are and what you want as a man when it comes to dating and relationships, I don't think there's anything wrong with that whatsoever. And if you come to that conclusion, you owe it to yourself and I think you owe it to your partner as well to end the relationship in the kindest, most gentle, most respectful way as possible and go out and be single for a while and learn whatever it is you need to learn, discover whatever you need to discover. What I think is wrong and what I don't have a lot of time or respect for are those guys who feel that sense of anger or envy or resentment who instead of acting on it, instead of making that decision, instead of letting their partner find someone else who'd be a better match for her, instead of that, they stay in their relationship and they're often kind of snide to their partner and they make little mean comments and they're kind of stewing in their own anger and resentment because they like the girl, they like the sex, they're afraid of giving that up, but they don't have the courage to actually break up like they should, go out and be single and figure out whatever they need to figure out. I'm not saying this is an easy decision for men. I know it's not. I've been in several relationships where I was the one who broke up and it's never an easy decision. But what's worse, I think, is wasting a woman's time. Realizing that you're never gonna marry this woman, you're never gonna give her perhaps what she's asking for. You're not truly committed, you haven't truly given her your heart, but you're afraid of being single, so you stay in the relationship. I think that's a really bad thing to do for everyone involved. It does you a disservice and it's a disservice to your partner as well. She deserves better and so do you. Some more good news for men watching this video. We men have a distinct competitive advantage over women. I don't even like framing it that way because it's not about men versus women. The battle between the sexes is a pernicious myth. I don't like buying into that narrative whatsoever. We're complementary to each other. We're not adversarial. But that said, men have a clear advantage because we are judged less harshly on the way we look physically by women. That's just the way it is. I'm not saying looks don't matter to women. That's not what I'm suggesting. But I would say looks in general are less important to women than looks are among women to men. Here's more good news. And I have a wealth of single female friends and I've had very candid conversations with every girlfriend I've ever had, every woman I've ever dated. Here's more great news for men. And I can't stress this point enough. The bar for men in the dating market is already pretty low, actually. Most men lack ambition, they lack goals, they don't hold good conversations, they're lousy in bed. I mean, let's call a spade a spade here. Most guys don't bring a lot to the woman's table, so to speak. Most guys aren't really bringing much value into that relationship. I realize you could say the same about many women, I agree. But what I'm saying here is, if you're a guy and you wanna improve your odds in the dating market, 
in the sexual marketplace, there's a bunch of stuff that you can do. If you're like me, someone who started with his weight his whole life, you can put in the work to lose weight. You can become more interesting, become a better conversationalist. You can watch a bunch of stand-up comedy and get a better comedic feel. You can learn how to be a great lover. That's probably the highest return on your investment right there because even just learning about how to be a great lover gives you a tremendous amount of sexual confidence and a tremendous amount of confidence whenever you're dating anyone. I could go on about this for a long time, but my point is if you're a guy and you're feeling frustrated by your options on the apps or whatever, start putting in the work start taking the steps to improve your value, so to speak, and I don't like using that language, but you get my point. Start taking the steps to improve, and believe me, things will start changing. And if you think it's all roses for women on these dating apps, it's not. There are a lot of creepy, predatory guys out there. Dating for women is really, really hard. Don't buy into the fallacious notion that dating for men is hard, but dating for women is easy. Just because you have a lot of potential options doesn't mean that most of those options are good. And I'm sure most women, if they're being honest with you, would tell you the same thing. Above all, we're in a very strange period of intersexual dynamics right now. We're still lingering in the hangover of the sexual revolution of the 1960s and the 1970s. Things are complicated, things are messy. We're all trying to figure this stuff out. I would argue on the whole, the apps are doing more harm than good. So cut yourself, and I would also say cut women a little slack if things aren't working out as perfectly as you wish they would. Focus on yourself, focus on self-improvement, and don't settle. If you aren't getting the results you like on the dating apps or in any other area of life, own that problem 100% and do whatever you need to do to get to that place that you're seeking. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.